Radio. Hey everybody, Code Pen Radio 383. I'm gonna call this, I guess just maybe just soft delete as a as a as a thing. Uh should be pretty interesting. It's actually kind of a new feature. So I guess second time in relatively recent history where we've actually uh shipped something user-facing while we're so busy on non-user-facing things. But anyway, we'll talk about it. Mr. Stephen Shaw's with me. Hello. Hey, we uh this was kind of a result of a variety of people's work. Uh and it stems from the same kind of place. Remember, you and I talked about uh what was the last thing? Bulk delete for assets. Right. Apparently all I'm working on lately is deleting people's stuff. <laughs> but remember, oh, we hope that's like, useful. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of our database. We uh, it came together because we were like doing API work anyway, and we're like, "What's this tiny change in an API? That's no problem." The more interesting parts of that one was all the like UI nuances to get right and feel good and work good and stuff. It was so funny. I've actually used it a couple of times just myself. So well done, very useful. But then, of course, I had three assets, and I'm like, man, I really need to duplicate all three of these. So the one action <laughs> no. we didn't, the one action we didn't put in, is one I needed. Oh well, we'll get to that at some point. But we are doing API work, and and thus made this like ah, we might as well slip it out, even though we've been trying to be so dedicated to to not do too much uh, distracting stuff. This one actually required almost no distraction at all, because it it this was oh, it was almost hilarious how it just fell out as a feature without us really planning on it being a feature. <laughs> Right. Okay. So soft deleting is kind of a concept, isn't it? Like, uh, it's a, if you're writing a database application, a CRUD thing, you could certainly, the D in CRUD is delete. You could certainly write an API that just goes to the database and, 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 and runs a, a query that deletes it. Any database supports that. And so you'd think on your first crack at building a, an application, that's what you would do. You would offer it to users. Oh, do you not want that? recipe anymore do you not want that blog post anymore in our case do you get not rid want of that, that. And yeah you just run the delete and it's gone and that's pretty you know the user asked you to do it so you might be like wow what how can we improve that ux let's throw a modal up for one thing make sure they don't accidentally click that button yeah. that would suck are you, are you sure are you sure nobody minds that on a deleting action for the most part uh, for a really important one, have you ever tried to delete a repo? You got to like type the name of the repo, <laughs> GitHub and stuff like that. Enter your social security number. <laughs> yeah. On CodePen, we make you, for a project, just because there tends to be a little bit more time and effort put behind those, I think we make you type out delete space project. Yeah. Not the name of the project necessarily, but just that exact sentence. And then you do it. Just to prevent, you know, essentially Marie having to get emails of like, I deleted my pro, you, or like you did it. <laughs> or something like that. Where's it's very project? easy to point and point that blame at us uh, when people manually delete something. Yeah, I remember us doing this at at Wufu a million years ago. You had to type out the name of the form or something to delete it, and it it really really cuts down. People remember it. You have to use your brain for a minute. It's not just this like clickety click, nah, absent minded. Nah. Like when you are forced to think about it, that helps the UX of it. it might get in your way a minute but at least you didn't accidentally delete anything. And then I'll put up the, and yet, <laughs> it still happens. 
unbelievably, it still happens. Even if you're using your brain, you might have, you know, buyer's regret and be like, ooh, you know what? I did think about it, but I really want that back. (laughs) (laughs) We knew that, right? Through support requests and such over the years. Yeah, so so many times people have written in about something Mm -hmm. that's gone missing that they want us to get back for them. Yeah. And if you don't have New any safety net, there. then yeah, that's that's not really something we can do. There's been extreme cases in the past where we've been able to restore an old database and pluck something out of it. I am not promising you do that. If anything, I'd like to promise you that I won't do that for you. Because <laughs> that's, that's too much. You'd have to be, you know, I'd have to be doing that for the, I don't know, for <laughs> the lead singer of Led Zeppelin or something. I have to really want to want to rub your shoulders to to do that for you. Anyway, here's another one though that you have to do is uh, we put it in your activity log. Who deleted it and when? Just one more little protection that if somebody writes in and says, what happened to this? We'd be like, look in your log. It's right there. Yep. You did it on this you date. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> this was you. Um, absolutely. This episode of CodePen Radio is brought to you in part by Memberful, which is an awesome piece of software to help you build membership-driven businesses. Say you're a developer and your goal, just to make this extra developer-y, let's say what you're going to do is build a website in order to like sell an online course to other developers. So we're just, we're a developer ourselves and we're building things for other developers. How am I going to do that? How would I, Chris Coyer, build that? I'd probably spin up a WordPress site just because I happen to know WordPress, but that's a smaller consideration than knowing that Memberful has a really powerful integration through a WordPress plugin. So what that means is I can build the site any way I want, have a wonderful homepage, have sales pages, have a blog, have a podcast that I know I can protect through Memberful for members only, have the video course page laid out with, you know, ability to, you know, mark courses as done and just all that stuff. I know that I could build that in WordPress, but then I know through Memberful that I know that people will be able to sign up. I know I'll be able to make, you know, annual plans and monthly plans and one-time plans and team plans and all this stuff that I need to do, I know that I'd be able to lock down access to different parts of the site and put upsells there, depending on whether people are members or not. Uh, I know I'll be able to have different levels, so I can say, you know, you, you get access to this if you're at this level and these additional things if you're this level. I know that I'll have all the tools I need as a developer to build the site that I want to build and know that Memberful will take care of so much of this stuff, of emailing people and charging cards and repeating charging cards and that server-side protection of my content and my pages for these paid plans. It's just that's how I would do it. I would just use Memberful and use WordPress and know that it really would be a nice experience as a developer. Thanks for the support. Okay, so that's that. Here's another one, though. And this is where this is all headed with the soft delete. Instead of just running a delete, you know, SQL statement to get rid of that thing, you can just wait for it, not do that. (laughs) Instead of just deleting it, you can add a field to a table called something like deleted underscore at and put a put a time stamp there like you would for created at and updated at created at and updated at are just standard 
SQL-y things that are just on so many tables that are just there for sorting reasons and historical reasons and charting and data reasons and all that stuff. Put a deleted at thing there too. Then all you're doing when you delete an item is just plunking that time in which it was deleted at in there. So, you know, little white lie that it's actually deleted. But this is pretty standard practice and that's called a soft delete rather than a hard delete. And it means that you have a little more work to do that a lot of frameworks kind of support, but nonetheless, it's work to do that when you query for items, that they're fi- if they have any value at all and deleted at, they're filtered out from that query. Because you can't all right. of a sudden have be- people be deleting things and then having them show right up in their dashboard again. Yeah, it's, it's essentially a tag that means don't show this item anymore. Uh, it yeah. kind of removes it from, from view. And then... Uh, it's uh, it's really to help keep that data around for a short period of time. It will be cleaned up and, re- and removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we keep it around for just a little while so that if you do have that buyer's regret, uh, you, can, you can go to a special area of the site called deleted items and pull that item back out. Yes, yes. Which, you know, it's just, it's just a UX thing. It just saves you from really sad, bummery moments, you know? Now, there are limits to what soft delete can do on purpose. Because let's say you just made it, let's say you stored all soft deleted items forever. On CodePen, that's um, a loophole for a pro feature, unfortunately, because it could mean that you just keep your, you keep all your private stuff and delete it. <laughs> It'd be a workaround for privacy. Uh, which is a little funny, but just that could could be the way that it was operated on, you know? I should also point that this was as relatively new to CodePen. Way in the early days, we just didn't do this, you know? Hence the pulling old databases and stuff like that. And when we wrote, but we knew through support requests that people really wanted essentially a trash can. We ended up not calling it a trash can because that's a little like colloquial, and people in different countries and stuff don't necessarily call it a trash can. It's called a recycle bin. Yeah. And Windows, I think it's a recycle bin, isn't it? And whatever. We called it deleted items. Items isn't my favorite word because it's kind of like an internal API kind of word for us. But it, it, we called it items because it could be a number of different things. It doesn't automatically mean pens. Because we have collections, we used to have posts, we have projects, there's assets and comments and all sorts of things that theoretically could be an item. So anyway, but we called it deleted items. Ship has sailed. That's what it's called. And you get to it right from your dashboard, right? Where it says your work, you know, in there, and you're looking at your pens and your collections. It just says deleted items right there. You can click onto it even if you don't have any deleted items, and it'll just tell you that you don't have any deleted items. The, our very first time we made that, we did not use the soft delete concept. We would literally we had a separate table. We would pluck off your pen, put it onto this separate table, which is a way of kind of trimming down the table size, although it's not the most effective thing in the world for that. And then if you wanted to put it back, we would re-pluck it up and kind of use an API to put it back in the table. And the sad part about that was that you lost stuff like 
your slug, you lost your comments, you lost your hearts and stuff. And at first we were like, well, that's kind of the, you know, you deleted <laughs> that's the it. the price you, you pay. Know? Yeah, we're getting your code back for you. Um, but really it was more of a microcosm of the technology we are using to restore your stuff. Uh, how much easier is it to just remove the deleted at thing from a field and then, well, your stuff is back. It's 100% okay. It's, of course, not quite that simple because we use concepts like denormalization in our database that has to propagate data around to different tables. And we got to make sure that super related things like comments that are probably on a different table are handled and stuff. There's all kinds of little callbacks and side actions and stuff that happen during this. So it's not absolutely trivial, but it's certainly easier than what we were doing before and a little more reconstructively beneficial. Yeah, it's way simpler than the previous approach. Like we were offloading data and like getting it as like files and all this kind of stuff just to like get it out of the database. We we loaded it on S3. Remember that? At one point we, we, we did put pen data as flat files on S3. I don't know if that was the, that was maybe the very first iteration and then it became yeah. a separate table or something like that. I don't know. It went through, went through iterations, of course. That's a little embarrassing even to think about now, knowing how like soft delete is just like, uh, not exactly a new concept and whatever. But there is other concerns. I mean, not, not to like raise the beast or anything, but there's things like GDPR that, that it matters when you say you're deleting data that you're deleting data and stuff. So the reapers have to be in place to be upholding your deletion promises and things like that. And you have to be able to delete from deleted. So if you, if you want to, if you want to make sure this thing is gone from the face of the earth, you have to delete it, go into deleted items and delete it from there. A little bit like the trash can on mac os or whatever where you delete a file it goes into the trash can you delete it from there not totally weird concept or you just wait three days and we'll we'll clean that up Whoops. for you yep it gets we'll come around and away. empty all the trash cans take them out to the dumpster yeah, we're so nice to you all right so that was pens though we did it for pens first because in an old sprint and this is probably what a couple years ago yeah. um that we just had to scope down the work to get it out the door because we're we're big scopers around here, you know? So you, so well, I, I think it was related to like how how, how cumbersome it was. We we were doing all that like S3 export and all that. Yeah. So like, how are you going to do that for a collection? You know, how does that even make sense? Uh, so we, we isolated it to pins as most people just delete and manage pins and wanted that data back. Uh, but now with this new setup of a, uh, just soft delete flag in the database uh, that opened up uh, the capability to do that with all the items. Yeah, which you'd think we would have just jumped on right away, but you know, again, with the scoping and all that. The, and the, that's why I mentioned all this API work right away, is because in some cases when we're porting and cleaning up and thinking about APIs, the time comes to do, you know, cleanup of your own messes, you know, be like, oh gosh, this, you know, it's so weird how we do pagination one way here and pagination a different way here. Let's smash those together and make sure that it's, it's cleaned up, but trying to stop yourself from doing so much that that's all you ever do is clean up after yourself. That's, that's tricky too. But in this case, because we 
I think the, the the gist of it is that because we treat items as a kind of generic concept, you know, I'm sure in programming you can understand you might have like an item as a way to describe something generically. And then we might have a pen and pen extends item, but has unique stuff of its own and projects extends item, but has unique things of its own that you'd, you'd probably want the deleted at concept to be part of the overall interface for an item, not a unique thing for one item. So that required a little work, and you're like, let's just do it. Let's get that, let's let's make sure deleted at is a concept for all items and just do the whatever migrations are necessary and API changes necessary to make that happen. And so I think Alex sat down and did that one day and left the PR up for a minute, and you saw it, and we're like, oh, how interesting. You know, I wonder if this means that soft delete, like our deleted thing, like how close are we to that working? And it turns out it wasn't close. It just did work. Yeah. And that was, that was totally unintentional on, on Alex's part to have the just like front end client just already there, basically. It, it was originally more like for our admin tooling, like to make sure that we could you know, delete, delete bad items and things and restore those if needed, if need be. Uh, and so all, all that API work uh, going into it, it wasn't really expected to be just ready to go for the client. But he, uh, I think yeah. he forgot to add just the tiniest little flag of like only return pins for deleted items. <laughs> so when, when I went in to test it, right, everything was just, Everything was working. I deleted a collection. It was in the deleted items. I restored it out, and it was great. I deleted a project. Same thing. Yeah, if you if you write a query that just says, oh, sh- you know, send me back all things with a deleted ad on it and forget to, not forget, but it didn't even matter at first to, to scope it to pens. All of a sudden, it was returning everything, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> sick. <laughs> so your addition, you write in that same PR, you're like, wow, why don't I go just change some in-app text, you know, where it refers specifically to pens, make it more generic, and uh, and then change the text of when you're deleting an item to remind you that, hey, to guess what? Now you've got three days to restore this thing when you didn't yeah. before. So it just Al- was a Alex little Alex was bit. offline or distracted, and so I was just checking out the PR and added yeah. those things in there, and then he was like, wait a second, what? Yeah, <laughs> this this works. This is yeah. Because we were like, we actually made the decision to not do it. Like, we don't really, we weren't trying to ship a feature necessarily. We were just trying to like clean up the API and move on. And we we knew we were close with the feature, but we're like, nope, discipline. That's what we have around here, you know. Not me. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so close that, yeah, no, it was very much worth doing. So the feature, to put a point on it, is just that on anything on CodePen, well, uh, not anything, because not assets don't really apply as an item at the moment. Those are handled a bit differently. But pens, projects, collections, those three, if you delete them, they end up in your little deleted items bucket, and you got three days to restore them. If you restore them, you just get 100% of the glory of that item back. It's the same slug, it's the same hearts, it's the same if it was picked or not, it's the same everything. It's a complete restoration of, of that item. So you can delete more things and get them back. And when you get them back, they're in the exact shape you left them in. And that's live now in CodePen. So a tiny thing, maybe it'll never come up from you, but 
hey, makes our software a little better. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty solid. You know, turns out having a good API is pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. Enjoy it. GoPro, it's mandatory. Uh, even though this isn't a pro feature, there are many that are. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Eight.